Hey there, I'm Tony Ann, and I have an overwhelming passion to help moms navigate motherhood without the overwhelm. I went from struggling with motherhood and losing my identity to being productive and living out my version of being a happy mom. On the Real Happy Mom podcast, I interview real moms and experts to help you navigate raising children, self-care, time management, and so much more. So if you're ready to get rid of the overwhelm and start being a real happy mom, join me inside the Real Happy Mom podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Happy Mom Podcast. Today, I have one of my fellow Yellow Pod sisters on today, and that is Emily. Emily is a retired Division One athlete who was tired of women feeling like they have to go on diets and restrictive workout plans in order to be healthy and reach their goals. So she launched Girls Gone Healthy, and this is her podcast where she helps overwhelmed women on where to start when it comes to getting in shape, feeling more confident in their body, and eating right. And Emily today is going to be talking to us about a couple of different things, mainly about how we can actually start seeing results. She shares with us that we already know what to do when it comes to losing weight and reminds us that, you know, weighing ourselves every day, looking and searching through Pinterest for different recipes isn't really going to help us. But she shares with us one simple thing to get us going and how we need to learn how to take our day as it comes, especially as busy working moms, so that we don't get overwhelmed and end up giving up because we're not able to do all the things that we planned. Then she also shares with us ways that we can get a little creative as far as incorporating more movement into our days, and then how we can better track in our progress when it comes to our goals. Because let's just be honest, even though we want to lose a good 15 pounds, maybe more, I know I'm on the maybe more side, <laughs> but is that really what we need to focus on? And she helps us break down the two types of hunger because I share a little bit more of my struggle with emotional eating in this episode, and she helps us with that as well. So if you are ready to find out how you can actually start to see the results when it comes to your fitness routine, this is the episode for you. But before we jump into this episode, I wanted to remind you that I am doing coaching with you. Now, if you are feeling like you are overwhelmed with your time, there's so much to do, there's things pulling you this way and that way, and you don't even have the energy to actually work on your goals and your dreams, I want to walk with you. I want to hold your hand and help you with this because let's be honest, moms, we are not meant to do this alone. But many times we find ourselves trying to do everything ourselves. So let me work with you. Send me an email at hello at Real Happy Mom and let us get started with some coaching so that I can help you with time management and helping you to stay accountable so that you can actually start to Pursue those dreams and passions that you have and take charge of your day because nothing is worse than just getting to the end of your day and wanting to hide underneath the covers because you're just over it. So like I said, send me an email at hello at Real Happy Mom and let's get started. Now let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode with Emily. Welcome to the podcast, Emily. I am excited to have you. Thanks for having me on, Tony Ann. Yes, one of my lovely Yellow Pod ladies is joining me today, <laughs> and I'm super pumped to talk to you and just hear some of the goodness that you have to share with us. But before we jump into our topic, I just wanted you to share a little bit about you and what you do. Awesome. Yeah. So my podcast is called Girls Gone Healthy. Um, and kind of how that started is I was a Division One athlete in college. So, you know, I was working out daily. I was watching 
teaching what I ate, all this stuff and health seemed so hard. And so once I graduated, I was like, I'm leaving that lifestyle behind. Totally became a couch potato, didn't join a gym. So I went from one extreme to the other and neither really made me happy. So it took me a few years to kind of find this balance in the middle. And so now I help other girls do the same and try to spread that message too. Yes, I love it. And I know that we are talking primarily to moms here, but I feel like your story definitely (laughs) is one that we can all relate to because I have um, been there. And especially with the pandemic that we're still kind of in the midst of, I have gained some pounds like many of us. And I know what to do to lose weight. I really do. But I don't know why it's so hard. So I wanted you to share with us what are some simple things that we can do in small pockets of time to help us actually see results. Yeah, definitely. And moms can definitely relate to the story too, because I mean, you know, once they have children, then they put their health on the back burner and a lot of times they can go to that extreme. Um, So, you know, it is finding that balance with them too. But as you kind of mentioned, you know, a lot of people know what to do to lose weight, right? Like, you know, the nutrition, you know, you need to work out all of these things, but that's not actually what we're doing to see results. Like, does weighing yourself every day make you lose weight? No. Does spending hours on Pinterest looking for healthy recipes make us lose weight? No. But like, these are the things that are taking all of our time and all of our energy. So if you have these small pockets of time, I kind of have the motto of like, don't plan, just do. Because we spend so much time planning of what we're going to do or, oh, maybe like, the next day it's nice out, we'll go for a family hike. And then the nice day comes and you're like, oh, but not this nice day. (laughs) Or like, you know, if you plan for something, it's easy to just keep pushing it back. But if you have the motto of not planning it, just doing it, then you can just kind of take your day as it comes. So if a small pocket of time does come up, then you could be like, hey kids, let's go for a bike ride around the neighborhood now. Or say your errands finish really fast. Okay, maybe do a few more laps around the mall. It doesn't have to be going to the gym, carving out an hour or all of these things. You can do it in just small pockets of time. Yes, and I love how you say, you know, taking it as your day comes because I know a lot of times life happens and I'm sure you know all about this, Emily, but life happens and it is easy to say, well, you know, it's raining outside so I can't get out or, oh, you know, the kid is sick and so I can't leave. But there's some little things that we can do that I feel like the little things actually add up to bigger things to actually you know, turn into the results that we want to see. So I was just wondering, like in those instances where life happens and we're not able to to do the things that we planned, what are some alternatives that we can do um, as far as exercise in particular? Yeah, so exercise, a lot of people have this mindset of all or nothing, right? You're either going to complete the full 30-minute workout or, you know, it's a waste. And there's so many smaller things that you can do. Like, You know, instead of being the busy working mom who's sitting down all day, can you take the calls while walking around, while you're doing laundry, like going up and down the stairs a few more times? Just how can you start to incorporate more movement? Because that's really what exercise is. Exercise doesn't need to be weights or even heavy sweating. Just 15 minutes walking around, that can build enough endorphins that you'll still get the runner's high from it. So I think that's the important thing to realize is, All these things can happen as a family activity. All of these things can happen throughout your day. Any movement will work. 
I love that. And I love how you're saying, you know, just doing an extra lap up the stairs. Cause that was one thing I used to do, Emily, like when I really just knew I was being a couch potato, I'd be like, okay, go up the stairs one more time and one more time and one more time <laughs> until I got tired of it. But I actually have a goal. I have, um, I use the Garmin watch. I forgot mm-hmm. which one this one is, but it's, um, it looks really nice. Like it's just like a regular watch, but it lights up and I have a goal on here for, I want to say it's, 12 times up the stairs. So usually I'll try to do it as many times as I need to so that I can hit goal for the day. But I was just wondering if there's some other things that you notice that actually helps when it comes to being more consistent and actually staying motivated so that we can actually track our progress and eventually see those results that we were talking about. Yeah. So when we say we want to see results, usually the only thing that we're measuring is the outcome of what is the scale telling us what is our weight. But when we want to stay consistent, something that you should track is all the progress that you're doing. So I love that you're using, you know, your Garmin watch and you have those goals because that's an easy thing to track. Like if you hit that six days a week and that's your goal and you do that for a few months, well, then the results are going to come with that consistency. So I think that the more that you can focus on measuring progress, right? Can you measure how many vegetables you ate in a day? Can you measure how many steps you did? Can you measure how many miles you walked? All those things are a measurement of your progress. And then you can rely that the results will come with that. Yes, definitely. And one of the things too, Emily, that like I said, I know what to do. I really do. (laughs) But it's just staying on track too, because I will do it for a good couple of days and then I'll fall off one day and Mm -hmm. then I'll be like, oh, well, I missed it yesterday. Might as well just miss it again. You know how that all or nothing mentality starts to creep in. And by the end of the following week I haven't done anything for a week so it it goes from extreme to extreme like one week I'm working out consistently next week I'm not working out at all so I'm just wondering how can we work on this consistency problem this is my biggest thing is the consistency because I know the small things add up but how can we be more consistent so that we actually are doing it enough so that we can see the results Yeah, no, I love this. This is such a typical problem because you feel so motivated and when you're motivated, you want to do everything. But then, you know, you can easily fall off and then, yeah, if you miss a day, that becomes two and then you're just like, oh, screw that. (laughs) But what you should really do is focus on the one thing that you want to improve on. So instead of going into this being like, I'm going to live healthier, I'm going to lose weight. It's like, okay, but what's that one thing that you want to get you there? Is it meal prepping more? Is it more movement? Is it more sleep? Like, what do you want to stay consistent with? Because then if your one focus is this one thing that you're putting progress on, it's a lot easier to be like, I just have this one thing to do today rather than, oh, I have this whole to-do list of things that I should be doing for my health. Because yeah, once you let go of one, then it's easy to be like, I'm just going to forget about all of them. Yes, definitely. And you brought up one thing too, Emily, about meal prepping, because that's one thing that I didn't realize how powerful it was until I actually did some reflection. And so one of the things I'm still working on is my emotional eating. eating. I will do really good for... I don't know, like a good month or two. And then all of a sudden something happens and triggers me to start the whole cycle again of this emotional eating. And I'm the emotional eater. Like I eat when I'm happy. I eat when I'm sad. I eat when I'm stressed. I eat when I'm excited. Like I eat all the time. Like eating makes me feel good. and But it doesn't make me feel good. Like when I'm like indulging and I'm doing it so much. But um, the reason why I'm bringing this up too is because 
when I don't have those bad um, snacks and things, then I'm not, it's not as easy for me to indulge in, you know, overeat and things like that. And so meal prepping has been one of the things that has been really helpful so that I don't have a bunch of cookies in my lunchbox. Like I got apples and oranges and, you know, a nice balanced lunch versus, you know, um, uh, of one of those TV dinners. And like I said, um, some chocolates and things like that. So I was just wondering, like, what are some other things that you can do to kind of like curb those things so that you're not making, or it's not as easy to make those bad choices, if that makes sense? Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, it's so much easier if you're starting to get hungry of, oh, I don't have a meal made, then I'll just snack instead of a meal that's prepared because it's going to take a lot longer. So that's why, you know, meal prep works a lot of the times. But another thing too with this emotional eating is we have two types of hunger, right? We have the emotional hunger and we have physical hunger. And the more that we can be aware of which one are we actually feeling? Because physical hunger, that comes on over time you'll feel it start to build up, but emotional hunger, that can come with, you know, the different emotions you're talking about. If you're sitting in front of the TV and you're bored, some people eat then. If you're anxious, some people grab snacks then. Like, what are you feeling? Are you stressed? Those things can trigger you to want to emotionally eat. So instead of always being like, oh, this must be hunger, I'm going to solve it with food, what are some other outlets that you can use? And once again... This could also be exercise for a lot of people. Instead of being stressed and being like, my stress relief is food, stress relief for you, try a walk instead. And when you come back from that five, 10 minute walk, you might not be hungry anymore. So it's almost like a win-win scenario. I love it. Love it. Now, Emily, one of the things I absolutely love that you share is that you're focusing more so on fitness that will help develop all areas of your life. So I wanted you to share a little bit more about this and what this actually looks like for you. Yeah. So for me, fitness, like my goal in life isn't to be like, oh, I'm going to be a bodybuilder or I'm going to be in a bikini show, but I still want to prioritize fitness in my life. Because I feel like it kind of trickles into all the other areas, right? Because when you wake up in the morning and you're going to do an exercise, you're forcing yourself to go put yourself in stress. You're forcing yourself to do a hard thing. So that way, when you get pushed into other problems later on in your day, something else hard comes up, you already feel like you can tackle that. You have the confidence that you can do hard things. You have the discipline that you can get through it. And so I feel like for me, by putting so much energy into my fitness, I'm able to show up better in the other areas of my life. Yes. Yes. I love, love, love that. And I love how you're saying like, you know, it, when you can do something and be disciplined with it, how it shows up in the other areas. Cause I know, um, especially when it comes to us working moms, like, you know, it can get kind of stressful sometimes <laughs> with all of the demands and things like that. So it's good to know that like, yes, I've already accomplished this hard thing, then I can definitely do this other big thing that seems like it's about to take over. So I love that you shared that. Yeah, because there's so many similarities with health and fitness goals in the rest of your life. Like weight loss is a huge goal. It requires a lot of change of habits of your body. And so then when you have another like big problem in front of you, say in work, you know that you can just take baby steps and consistency to get there, just like you've seen in your fitness journey. It's just those same lessons that you taught yourself that 
you in the gym and your fitness, that is such a personal journey. And now you can relay it in other areas too. Yes, definitely. Now, Emily, you've given us a lot of little nuggets here that we can take off and start applying and actually seeing the results that we have been looking for. But before we go, I wanted you to either share with us a motivational quote or some words of encouragement for us real happy moms. Yeah. So I think that, you know, we have kind of started this off with like, gaining weight during quarantine and a lot of it comes from weight loss, right? A lot of people go into wanting to live healthier because they want to lose weight. And I would just love for the person that's out there listening, you know, they might be hearing this and they're motivated. They're like, I can lose weight too. And if that's what you want, then go for it. Like I'm here supporting you. But a lot of times the thing that you need for your health might be taking the pressure off of your weight. Like if you gained weight during quarantine, that could actually be indication of something else. Like maybe you're less stressed about meal prep, right? Like you're on that other extreme or maybe, you know, you did need a little bit of happiness for your day. So you ate something that made you happy. Like there are a lot of things that weight gain could mean for your health that's not necessarily unhealthy. So if you want to lose weight, definitely go for it. But I don't think that needs to be like the end all be all. Yes, Emily. And I know we've had this kind of conversation kind of <laughs> outside of this where we were talking about, you know, not focusing on weight, but that is really, really helpful because I know, at least for me in particular, like I have been focusing on my weight too much, but I know if I focus on actually moving and doing something every day, like we talked about in the beginning, like I will eventually get to the weight goal that I'm wanting to see. Exactly. Like if you're starting to move more and you're enjoying what you're doing and so you just naturally do it more, yeah, the weight's going to come with it. But if you're only forcing yourself to move for the weight, then it's just going to be like an uphill battle. So I really need that encouragement of like there can be other reasons that you're doing this. Absolutely. Now, Emily, if we want to connect with you, learn more about you, hear more of what you got to share, where can we find you online? Yeah, so my podcast is called Girls Gone Healthy. So wherever you're listening to this and then on Instagram, I'm at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Awesome. And I will make sure to include those links in the show notes again. Emily, thank you. Thank you for coming on and sharing all this with us. This has been so awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Tony Ann. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. Make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash podcast to get the links in the show notes that were mentioned in this episode. And do me a favor, if you enjoy this episode, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you're not really into that, do me a favor, take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast episode and put it in your Insta stories and tag me at Real Happy Mom. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you check me back next week for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.